see the rich and powerful. They take what they want. And we steal it back for you. We provide leverage. Sure, I'll Hello, Internet. It's a brand new thing. Whoa! New things? New things. Yeah, like, James, I, know, I hate right? this. No, no, I mean, no, Fallout isn't broken. We're just doing this for a bit. <laughs> All right, Dude, well, go on, James! God damn it. Welcome to Leverage. Leverage? leverage? What's a leverage? Thank you, Nate. <laughs> Welcome, James. Leverage is essentially a game about conning bad people. You play a series of characters that are very good at what they do, and what they're very good at is generally illegal. We're going to get into the characters in a second, but in case you're wondering, this was based on a television show on, was it TNT or FX? I don't know. It's all on on Netflix right now, so... Yes, it's on Netflix. If you have Netflix, you can go watch it right now. You can wait. But you don't have to uh, watch it to have an understanding of what's going on here. Yeah, it's basically... Like oh, sh- it's basically Ocean's Eleven the show, so this is kind of Ocean's Eleven the game. Right, which sounds good to me, really. <laughs> yeah, I can always do with more George Clooney. Plays I, golf I, with Kofi Annan and looks at maths with George Clooney. I have Clumidia. That thank you for sharing, Matt. Please don't actually share. <laughs> right then, so we're gonna go around and talk about the characters and how you guys met. We're gonna start with X playing Jeff Wingate. All right. Uh, yep. Jeff is the uh, mastermind. Uh, he's uh, currently, or uh, not currently, he used to be a uh, basically a manpower coordinator in the army. Went to work for uh, PMC after his time was up, and bad things happened to him uh, while he was under their employ. So he's out of a job and basically disgraced. What was the name of the PMC again? Like sufficient force or something? Impartial force. Oh right. <laughs> Scary water. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So that is the mastermind. Matt as Kayla Fox. Uh, yes, uh, Kayla was a uh, was a cellular network engineer uh, from Silicon Valley who got tired of the male-dominated world of electrical computer engineering and uh, the glass ceiling, and so she decided to get out of civil work and uh, go to a place where nobody cares uh, about her extra X chromosome. Um, so she's mostly been uh, running jobs on the deep web and uh, also moonlighting as a private investigator. Okay. After all, when you're deep enough in the web, then no secret is safe. All right. Nate, who are you? I'm playing uh, Elizabeth Ueda. Uh, though she, th- th- though, uh, she is most known as the uh, internationally infamous thief, Miss Magpie. Um, she used to work uh, nine, uh, as a standard nine-to-five job after dropping out of college. Um, went pretty decently until uh, she uh, discovered that her boss was committing massive insurance fraud, and she was summarily removed from the job and effectively blacklisted from a lot of, uh, a lot, lot of other companies in the area. So she stole from him out of spite, found out that she was really good at that, and also that she loves it. So she, she so, so she then proceeded to make a uh, a career out of being a famous cat burglar. Infamous. And yeah, infamous. 
All right, and finally, Kevin. All right, I'm playing uh, Lyle Rutherford Jr. He was uh, born on a farm in Iowa and uh, joined the Army as soon as he could. Uh, he served in uh, uh, Operation Iraqi uh, Freedom and uh, what was I'm trying to think what the, the war in Afghanistan was called. It wasn't Desert Storm, was it? No, Desert Storm no, was Desert the first Storm Iraq was, war. Um, yeah. Desert man, I, Shield? And, and during, and during Freedom, was that the first one? Desert Shield? Let me see. I think Enduring, I there's Enduring it's, Freedom it's, in Anaconda, I think. Uh, was the name yeah. of the... Uh, no, Operation Enduring Freedom is the name of the war against the global war on terrorism. Ah, okay. I don't know what the what the Af- I don't know I don't know what the official Afghan uh... Actually, oh there's it's okay it's called Enduring it's... Freedom Afghanistan. Afghanistan yeah or OEFA yeah uh, in any case he served in Iraq and Afghanistan uh, he he lost his foot in an explosive attack and uh, after recovering became a contractor and a trainer for a while but eventually resigned uh, finding the Finding it was just uh, too uh, hands-off for him, and he eventually uh, made contact with, uh, sorry, what was Zach's character's name? Jeff. Jeff Wingate. Jeff Wingate. Made contact with Jeff Wingate again after uh, uh, quite a while not interacting with him, I imagine, and uh, sought to do some good in the world. All right. By the way, Axe. How is it that you that people might find you? You are the mastermind, after all. Um, I, I'd say that the uh, that the the proceedings of what like because he was basically framed for embezzlement, and while it wasn't like a public trial on the scale of OJ, it was uh, like it did get some news stories, especially because people loved to just you know tuck into bad stuff happening to PMC people. So, all right. Um, yeah, I mean, he's probably a little infamous because of that, and other than that, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, he's been trying to get jobs everywhere, and no one will hire him, so, uh, th- that's about it. All right. At some point or another, you are approached by, um, well, you're sent an email by one Emily Mayhew, the chair, the chairwoman for a, an amnesty gun buyback program called Lay Down Arms. And uh, she asks to meet with you discreetly, and uh, and says if you have anyone you want to bring along, feel free to. And uh, b- by this point, I I would only know uh, Lyle, correct? Uh, it's gonna be anywhere in the timeline yeah. you want, really. So at this at this, if you want to assemble the team, you can, or if you just want to have already called them up. Um. Well, let's say he'll he'll bring Lyle to this. Um. So he's like somewhere in the in the DC area right now. So he'll uh, it, it, some like uh, some cheap bar on the outskirts. He'll uh, he'll set up the meeting for there. Okay. So at this point, since you two have just been introduced, give me physical descriptions, Lyle and Jeff. Uh, should I go first or second? Yeah, sure. Go for it. No, that's not not helpful. Give it. <laughs> okay. Lyle. <laughs> when I ask first or second, yes does not help. Lyle. Anyway, I say Lyle is about six foot two, uh, hundred ninety pounds, a tight brown buzz cut, and uh, he is missing. Uh, he's missing his left foot from the uh, ankle downward. Uh, it's currently replaced with a uh, one of the uh, high uh, response uh, prosthetics, 
And so in civilian life, he uh, he dresses fairly similarly to uh, his uh, time on the farm. Uh, jeans, a uh, pattern shirt. Okay. All right. Jeff. And uh, Jeff is just a little shorter, still on the tall side. Um much more compactly built. Uh, he also he dresses much differently. Uh, tends to prefer something approaching uh, business dress. Usually, maybe, maybe skipping out on the tie. Uh, he has, uh, though he also keeps fairly short cropped hair as well, uh, and he wears uh, wears corrective glasses. Okay. How how uh, how old is uh, Jeff anyway? Uh, Jeff is in. He, he is just about thirty. Okay. Okay. So, um, rather than given a location, you are actually given red-eye flight plane tickets to Savannah, Georgia. And a location um, in Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, we'll take the flight. Yeah. It's not a comfortable flight. It's all on coach. It's um, in the middle of the night. You land sometime around 3 a.m., and, uh, yeah, someone uh, meets you at the airport and says that your taxi fare has been prepaid to go to a particular location. Uh, and what location is that? He'll, he'll ask the, the driver. He shrugs and he's, he says, uh, I'm supposed to drop you off at a parking lot somewhere in the uh, south end of town. So, Jeff, who is it you were talking to here? Uh, a, uh, was it a coordinator? For... Uh, the a chairwoman and coordinator, yes. Chair chairwoman of uh, lay down arms wasn't exactly forthcoming, uh, but a job's a job. So, I, I assume you do some. I assume you do some sort of uh, research on lay down arms. Uh, yeah, yeah. You you can ask me any questions you like, but the general idea is lay down arms goes to places that recently have hit a spike in gun violence. And offers it, and offers in coordination with the local police force a means of um, anonymously and with no paper trail turning in guns to be decommissioned and taken out from the uh, taken out from the local population. Oh, a buyback program. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm not really sure if if I don't know she I don't know why she'd need my my help on this. Uh, perhaps. Has there been any recent like yeah, I, he's got like a smartphone. He'll just look for like Savannah shooting, um, or is Savannah yeah. where lay down your arms is headquartered or something? Uh, yeah. Uh, you see that on on one end of things, uh, Savannah has recently hit a spike in uh, gun violence, and uh, yeah, on the like upcoming cities page of lay down arms, you see that uh, they are planning to move into Savannah, Georgia. Well, there's our answer to that. Uh, my only question is what they they need, what they need our help for. Just kind of idly conversing in the back of the taxi on the way there. All right. Anything important to uh, bring up, or do you just want to hand wave it that you get there? Yeah, that's fine for now. I just like like out of character. It doesn't it seems weird to assemble the team before I know what the hell we're doing? No, so. that's fair. Yeah. So um, you and Lyle are dropped off around three thirty, three forty five in a. Um, in a street lamp lit parking lot where um where a short woman round five three five four with a shoulder blade length brown hair and rounded features though actually give me alertness plus grifter the two of you as always take the uh two dice and let me know if you roll any ones but just add them together otherwise correct 
Yeah, otherwise you add them together. Ones do not count for adding to the final result. It's uh, 13. 13? Uh, 3 and a 1. Ah, okay, so we get our first complication of the game. Kevin, take a plot point. And meanwhile, I will add to uh, the complications list uh, caught staring, which may come up in uh, future interactions. Okay. So generally, complications are things that work against you in the future, but you get a plot point for it. Okay, and is that specific to my character? Yes. Okay. You do not generate complications for the others, usually. Okay, good to know. Although, a complication that affects him may affect the whole team by proxy. Right. Yes. It shouldn't mechanically affect others in their roles. But anyway, so, Jeff, you notice that despite her friendly, rounded facial features, she has sort of dark circles under her eyes, like she's been worrying about things for a while. Like she hasn't gotten much sleep. Yeah, um... After he like kind of kind of uh, you know lightly elbow uh, Lyle if it's if it, if he can see that he's kind of focusing on her for a little too long, and then say uh, Miss uh, or Mrs. Mayhew I assume. Uh, Miss and yes, Mr. Wingate. Uh, that's correct. Uh, this is this is Lyle. Uh, we've worked together before. Uh, what what exactly? He kind of looks up at the street light and the general kind of spooky atmosphere and is like, so what did you, uh, what did you need help with? All right, listen. You probably know what I'm trying to do with my charity, right? I do. Uh, well, Atlanta has seen a rash of uh, shootings lately. Yeah. So we're trying to move in here, try to do some good in the city, save, save some lives. However, we've sort of run into a stumbling block. Her name is Janet. He, uh, uh, she hands you a uh, photograph printed off on Kinko's uh, photo paper. Still warm. Just recently printed. Uh, it's a woman in her mid-50s. Uh, blonde hair. The starts of wrinkles coming into her face. Somewhat nasty scowl. Wearing, a, uh, wearing judge's robes. Her name is Judge Janet Helgenberg. And essentially... She's pulling all of these regulations that, well, only tangentially seem to apply to us, and she's trying to keep us out of the city. A judge is making legal trouble for you when you uh, try to take guns off the streets. That's an interesting predicament. I know, right? And honestly, these are all claims I could fight. Like, none of these seem to apply to us. She's trying to get us on embezzling charges, trying to bring in warrants against our... Uh, against our files, all of, all of our data, and, well, we're running out of, we're a non-profit, we're running out of money to fight this in court. Yeah, that's, a, that's their likely strategy. So, so do you want us to, what would you like us to do? I don't know. I need, I need you to somehow stop her from bothering us, or, I don't know, maybe get some money off her. She lives in a fairly nice mansion just outside of town. Maybe she's got some money. She she looks a little bit frantic, and she continuing off from your earlier grifter role. She looks like she really doesn't want to do this, but she's running out of uh, above the board options. Uh, he'll kind of smooth over smooth over ah, smooth over the fact that she just asked him to rob somebody. And uh, okay, uh, I understand. Uh, I I think I've got some ideas on who I could bring in here. Uh, but you just like her to, to stop bothering you, and uh, I think we can make that happen. Thank you, thank you. I can't offer you much, but 
Maybe if you work this out, you can figure out some sort of alternative revenue stream. Uh, I'm happy to, I'm happy to work, work out whatever I can with you, but like I said, we're running out of money. No, no, I understand completely, and I don't want to be another, another jackal, uh, at that door, so to speak. No, we'll figure something out. Alright. Thank you. She, she hands you a business card with a, her personal number written on the back. Do not call me through the charity line. Please call me on my personal phone. I understood. Thank you. Yeah, let me know if you need anything. I'll try to help you out. And very hesitantly, she starts moving back towards her sedan in the corner of the parking lot. The taxi's still idling for you. Just kind of tries to look like she's real desperate and hasn't been sleeping. I'm not sure how much of the prospect of, you know... What what was that? I said, what do you think the judge is on about? Doesn't make any sense. I can't be sure. I'm... Without doing any Reese, you know, just thinking about it, maybe she's got some, like, I don't know, maybe her brother owns an arm, you know, like, maybe selling guns is in her in her family's interest somehow. That's the only thing I think of off the top of my head. Yeah, Either maybe. that or she's, you know, crooked. That's, this seems like the wrong kind of crooked for a judge to be if you catch my drift. Yeah. No kidding. Like I say, so, she's not even trying to restrict licenses or anything. The charity's just trying to buy back guns. Yeah, this seems like the wrong wrong place to fight it. I, I, I can't be sure. We'll have to figure out more information. Speaking of which, I think I know somebody who might help us out on this. Uh, if she's, She seems to be okay. I, I need to ask you, are you okay with kind of operating a little, a little outside on this sort of thing? Because you, you heard it in her voice. She, uh, she's asking us to She's desperate to get things done. Yeah. And yeah, something's not on the up and up here. So no, let's figure out what we're dealing with. Alright, yeah. Uh, I, I know, I know a woman, uh, went to high school with her. I'll give, I'll give her a call. She's a real egghead type. Maybe she can, uh, rustle up something about this judge or, or this charity maybe. I'm not really sure. For now, I guess, uh, one hotel room is the same as another. I'll just, uh, I'm going to stay in the area. How about yourself? Yeah, I'll get a room, too, somewhere. Maybe I'll hit the town tonight, but let me know when you need me back. I'm sure I'll be okay. I'll just be on the computer all goddamn night anyway. Oh, uh, you know yeah, how so, to reach me. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, so get in the cab and have him drive him, to, or unless the cab has particular instructions, he'll just have him drive to the nearest motel with Wi-Fi. Okay. So, what are you up to, Lyle? I'll say Lyle's probably going to go... Try to find the uh, find a country bar somewhere, and try to have a decent time. All right. Might as well enjoy something of a vacation in Savannah as long as he's down here. It'd be a All lot right. more fun than D.C. for sure. <laughs> I mean, this this is Georgia, so it's not too hard to find a to find a country bar. Uh, you find a place called the Rusted Spur deep in the uh, in the downtown area of Savannah. It's full of you as you walk in, you. Uh, feel free to roll me alertness plus hitter. Seven. Seven. All right. As you scan the place, you um, you take a look around. You see there's about eight or nine people sitting around the place. A couple of them, about four or five of them, have telltale signs of uh, being frequent fighters. A couple of uh, a couple of bruises and uh, calluses on the backs of their hands. And uh, with that role, you also notice that one of them is packing a revolver. 
How are they dressed? Or is there any clue as to what they might do? Uh, they're dressed in um, one of them's got a cowboy hat, but they're dre- dressed in mostly uh, button-down shirts and uh, jeans, boots. Look like working types, but they look, as near as you can tell, they're pretty angry over something or other. Probably sports. I'll eh. take a seat nearby and uh, probably at the bar and uh, order three beers and uh, listen in. Okay, so you definitely have the resources to order three beers. That's not a roll of any sort. Um, for listening in, alertness plus grifter. Thirteen. Thirteen. Very nice roll. Um, some of them are a little bit angry about, uh, apparently word has traveled about lay down, lay down arms coming in, and it appears the brawlers are fundamentally misunderstanding it as some sort of, uh, ploy to take their guns. Uh, he'll roll his eyes and, uh, he'll just, uh, keep drinking and... Let them uh, be idiots. Okay. It's not too long before one of the uh, regulars comes over and just sort of shoves at your shoulder. New guy, what are you doing in here? He looks at him, uh, wiping a few drops of beer off his collar. What did you ask me? That's what you're doing in here. I'm here to listen to the music and enjoy my beer. What do you think about this whole government guns taken in organization. You ever see combat? He, he chuckles a bit. I fought here and there. I mean, combat. Nah, my cousin's in the war. Well, you know, the government gives you guns in combat. So, look, it, I just want to have a beer. He takes another drink gives you an odd look. You're a soldier. You're talking that lay-down-arms bullshit. Lay-down-arms. Look, you, you want to go fight this? Go to D.C. or something. They're offering a buyback. You got a gun you want to sell? Go sell it to them. I'm telling you, this is just to stop the creation of a well-armed force. Trying to turn a well-armed the cons- force? Hmm? Yeah. A well-armed force. Mm-hmm. So you and Jethro and Billy Bob and Clyde over there. What are you talking you're about, gonna be Billy our well Bob? Armed, you're going to be a well-armed force to protect this country. Damn right. Well, I sure hope that we don't get attacked by anybody more than a handful of uh, schoolboys with uh, BB guns. His face turns sour, and you can tell that so is the situation. Him he turns back it- to his beer. Him and his three buddies uh, all stand up from their stools. Well, the three that weren't already standing. Now, thank you not to come into a man's bar and insult him. I'll thank you to leave me the hell alone. Oh, no, it's too late for that, hippie boy. You got no idea. And um, and the four of them put up their dukes and start into combat. All right. So... You are fighting against drunk, angry brawlers. Those are all things that mean things to me, but that basically determines what their dice pool is. They are going to make the first roll, and I'll tell you the result. And you can either try to raise the stakes by rolling your own uh, fighting check against them, or you can give in. Um, if you fail to raise the stakes, you are... Um, you lose in a way that I determine. If you give in, I give you a fate point, a complication, and then you get to leave on your own terms. 
Okay. So are they getting a bonus for ganging up? Yes, they are. Okay. Is this the point where I would use my fighting style? Uh, talk to me. What is it? I spend a plot point, and they get no ganging up bonus. Instead, that fighting would... has one roll at the highest difficult or highest die step. Ah, that would be very helpful here, because each of the extras beyond the first is contributing a d6 to the roll. Okay. Then, yeah, I will spend that. I think I'm outnumbered four to one, so it counts as the highest die step plus one, but they get no ganging up bonus. Okay, so replace one of their d6s with a d8, but otherwise they get no ganging up? Yeah, that's the uh, Marine Corps... I don't remember what the full name of the town is. MCMAP fighting style. Marine Corps sure. Martial Arts something. Marine Corps Martial Arts Program? Maybe. Um, yeah, it might be. The MC map? Yep. Yep, that's what it is. One mind, all any right. weapon. All right. So they all lunge on you, planning to uh, take you out by sheer numbers. And they roll a total of eight. Total of eight? So if you think you can beat that, you can roll. And what am I rolling to beat that? Um, depends how you're fighting them. If you're just trying to take them on in a straight fist fight, it's probably going to be strength plus hitter. Yeah, he'll go with that. And yeah, I can beat that. All right, I roll 12. As they come towards him, he uh, he takes the uh, beer in his hand and splashes it across the first two's face and uh, you know steps out of the stool and kicks it toward the third and then advances on the, the fourth. Is he trying to take them out one-on-one and prevent them from getting close to him? Okay, so you have raised the stakes by five, which means not only do you uh, set the next level for the fight, you have taken out two of them. So yeah, you, th- you throw your beer, one of them stumbles off to the side, just screaming about how it burns in his face, and the one you kick the chair at, the corner out of it goes right into his nuts, and he falls over, leaving two of them fighting you. All right, so now do they either surrender or raise the stakes? Yep, and they're going to try. Okay. Christ. So that's a four. Uh, Yeah, you win. Tell me how it happens. Oh, after he hits the one, he uh, he steps up, grabs the next guy by the collar, and then uh, turns and tosses him over his, basically, you know, kneels down and does a throw over his shoulder into the other guy's chest and drops one of them into the other, leaving probably neither of them in... A mood to get back up. Yep. You lay them all out, and you can you can tell that uh, neither of, that none of them are holding a particular vengeance against you. At least not enough to uh, try and make problems for you later. And they flounder their ways out of the bar, Cry, crying, crawling, holding their eyes, etc. And I'm gonna scoot back over to Jeff. What's you up to, Jeff? All right. So um, I'm gonna sit down, sort of, uh, you know. Uh, set up uh, an impromptu office of sorts, uh, you know, get like the, the motel phone or whatever. And, uh, first he is going to call up, uh, he's going to call up Kayla. Um, I wonder how they've sort of kept in touch. I mean, I assume she, I assume she, as a, as a, um, like as an engineer, I'm assuming they've she's probably been a consultant for him a couple of times. Um, okay. I mean, they probably work together, even if they're not like personally very close. And all of us have all of us have been disgraced enough in some way to be uh, more sympathetic when somebody else has been disgraced. Fair enough. <laughs> all right, yeah. So he'll he'll call. Uh, he'll give Kilo a call. 
Alright, Gala. Or, well, yeah, four in the morning, sure, why not? <laughs> Gala, d- depending on where you are in the U.S., you receive a phone call. It's not at a reasonable hour. Alright, hello? You're... Uh, sorry if I woke you. Uh, uh, I don't know, I, I kind of assumed that... I, you, you seemed like a night owl. A- anyway, um, this is going to sound kind of weird, but I just got a, a job offer, and... Uh, Let's just say it's well. It's like those couple of times I, I I called you in a couple of years ago. It's a little it's a little shady, but like not the, not not the normal kind of shady. All right, what's what's, uh, what's give me the deets. Uh, it, well, there's this uh, well, they're like a gun buyback program, lay down arms, you know, like a charity for that sort of thing. Uh, they're they're doing a they're doing a buyback in Savannah and. Uh, apparently there's this local judge that's been like throwing all kinds of smoke in their face. She wants us to find out why. And she basically said, yeah, we should probably rob her. And that's what we'll pay ourselves with. Okay. Okay. Um, and I guess as they're talking, she'll, uh, open up her laptop and start doing some, start doing some Intel on uh crooked police in Savannah. All right. And, and one more thing before I let you go. Um, <laughs> Back when I was in Impartial Force, uh, they were uh, they were shipping some uh, this uh, basically uh, diamonds they were they were uh, bringing back, uh, surprisingly above board. Anyway, it got hit by this. It was like a cat burglar out of some fucking movie. Left a feather behind. They said she's called Miss Magpie or some shit like that. Okay, I think I've heard of her. Well. I don't know about you, but like I'm not like the climbing into air ducts type of person. I figured I might, you know, try to I might try to get her in on the job. So could you like put up some smoke on the internet about like a he'll he'll be, he's on the computer too, just looking for like you know empty buildings nearby, and then just say you know can you set up like a fake wholesaler at this address? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right. So Matt. Yes. Give me. Give me intelligence plus grifter, and uh, I'll remember the result for when we do the big, like, intel discussion. Okie doke. Um, Just to show what you bring to the table when you all start talking. So this, uh, what is grifter for? Is that for the smoke screen or for research? Oh, sorry. Uh, intellect plus hacking. Okay. Uh, I, I misspoke. Gotcha. Uh, oh, wow. How's an 18? That's real good. <laughs> That's real good. <laughs> Um, and then also, uh, is it any role to make, to make smoke about a diamond wholesaler that just opened up? Um, and then also throw some stuff on, throw some stuff down, uh, on, I don't know. She'll, she'll go, she'll peruse the dark web for some, some ports of the dark net for a bit. Um, I don't, uh, or I guess make some smoke about diamond wholesaler has lax security. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Really robbable. Just a Craigslist ad. I can't carry all these diamonds on my broken legs. Uh, oh, also, uh, I guess the other thing, uh, I guess to set this up, Kayla will do uh, some research on crimes that uh, that Magpie uh, has apparently carried out. Uh, since she is an international, she is an internationally known thief uh, with a with a name that is pursued by government agencies. Perhaps. All right. So here's what I'm gonna do. Make me Matt an intelligence plus hacker check. Okie doke. Nate, Nate, make me alertness plus thief. Alertness plus thief. Okay, not quite as good as my research role, but this is more of a role-playing thing, I think. Yeah. 
13 is still pretty good, man. Yeah, this is well. This, yeah, this is my bread and butter. It's, yeah, I got D10 plus D10 in this. I got 11 for alertness plus D. All right. So basically, what I was doing is I was going to make the DC for Nate to find your heist be uh, like 20 minus here. The point is, <laughs> you you successfully make something that uh, that Magpie would want to steal from. Magpie, you successfully find um, a likely heist target down in Georgia. Interesting. Okay, then. Sounds like a standard diamond job, something you've done a hundred times before. Well, not, probably not a hundred, or you'd be retired. Uh. Um, also, I guess... Um, the plus side, she loves diamond jobs. Also, I guess the one thing Kayla would take away from this is... Uh, or the one thing she would attempt to take away from this is any hallmarks of magpie other than the feather afterwards. Should I ask that one then? Probably. Should you what? Should I answer that then? Like, because we 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 have it set up in a fake storefront, but I can set that up. But I'm not like I'm. It'll take her time to get there. I'm just not sure like if there's any if she's. I'm guessing she's not the kind of cat burglar that says like I will steal these diamonds in seven days. Um. No. No, so. she doesn't. Uh, she doesn't provide any warning or anything. Um. Uh, she does prefer a challenge, um, uh, and it's probably, like, pretty obvious looking at some of the crimes that she's committed that, like, aside from a very select few, most of them are, like, super high-profile things. Okay, so, uh, probably for a, for a diamond shop in Georgia, then, she's, she has gone in, uh, as a master thief, clearly, um, but, uh, actually, that's a thing you can do in this game. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So she'll have she'll she'll uh, use all of her tech lingo to say that this place has uh, has a lot of uh, a lot of new cutting edge security systems and that kind of stuff. Yeah, like that, that because that would it, because me. it has because it just has so many diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, you so open the door and diamonds, diamonds just pour out. <laughs> um, Joe's so just yeah, like uh, she she prefers a challenge. She prefers things that are very high profile, things that are very well known. Uh, because, um, on top, like, I guess, like, what sort of criminal profilings there are, criminal psychological profilings there are, uh, probably widely believe that she is a kleptomaniac, um, taken to a full-on histrionic degree. Okay. Um, and seeks as much making a fortune as she seeks making a name for herself. Sure. Uh, theorized probably that the only reason she even allowed a silhouette of herself to be seen at some point is just so that like further infamy can be built okay uh all right so uh yeah so, kayla will send a message back to jeff saying i saying i put out the news um about the news at that storefront i have no way to see how she's see if and when she's gonna bite right. i made it pretty convincing yeah. though Matt, you have the resources to do basically whatever you want if you uh, want to rent out a little storefront in uh, Lower Savannah. I have to step away for just a second, but feel free to say what preparations you make. Uh, sure. Um, let's see. So I have all the resources available. So yeah, well, uh, unless Jeff's art has Jeff already rented out the storefront. Um. Because if you haven't, then she can probably find she can probably find an office space to call that. Yeah, that's fine. Basically, what what it's going to be is uh, like entirely smokescreen, and his plan is uh, like is your plan to like sit there and like wait for her to break in and say, "Hey, how would you like a job?" Basically, yeah. I almost want to put him in the safe. The, the storefront. <laughs> I don't yeah, hate inside play. the safe is just the chair, and he's sitting in it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It's like blazing saddles. We make a fake store. <laughs> The walls collapse around and it's just him in a chair. Yeah. 
Uh, that's silly. Um, but let's see. Uh, yeah, we'll set it. We'll we'll set up a. I don't know. She'll she'll buy it. She'll buy the place out and get it and get a directory listing. Uh, in whatever time scale is appropriate to do all that. Probably probably going under. Uh, probably going under like. Uh, or hell, why she, why does she need to? Why does she even need to buy it? She'll just. Um, or she'll do it under an assumed name of which she has many. Invent a shell corporation to be a shell corporation of another shell corporation. I don't even need to do that. I just need. I can just. I can just. I can just call. I can just call up some stores and get some people's personal information, and then just call in and say I'm them. (laughs) (laughs) I have a specialty in social networking or social engineering. I understand. You set up a cross through through the finances of the actual shell corporation, the oil one. Anyway. Um so yeah, so she's going to she's she's bought out she's bought out uh a like a a small like uh I guess not an office space cuz I don't know why you'd have a diamond why you'd have a jewelry shop there. Um it'd be like a warehouse kind of thing, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, we'll have it we'll have a, we'll have a yeah, it'll it'll be a, a yeah, a diamond uh, a diamond wholesaler like um what is it? Like not like Jared's um but uh something like that. Um Yeah. Would you would you, what, does she at least set up uh a facsimile of a high-tech security system? Uh, yeah, probably. She'll put in, uh, she'll, I mean, she'll put in some basic security, because they're gonna, the, she doesn't, like, we need to know when you're there. <laughs> so we can go there. <laughs> so she'll put, uh, so, let's see. And you know what, we'll even go, we'll even go with, like, re- we'll even go with, like, re- with a couple of layers of security. We'll put in some very obvious, we'll put in some very obvious security, and then also, uh, and then also, I don't know, like an infrared system. The best part is, depending on what kind of con we pull on the judge, we could just use this as a as a big store as well. So. <laughs> we already have the yeah, we already have the we already have the place for, through the end of the month. Yeah, yep, uh, past these layers of sec- or a couple layers of security, just be just be Jeff in a chair, a, like a shitty folding chair at a shitty table, <laughs> and probably a cot. I don't know. <laughs> How long are you going? How long are you, how long are you going to wait at this at this warehouse for this thief to show up? The answer is as, as much as, as dramatically takes. appropriate. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So she has that. She has that set up. And I guess using I guess using some other using some other accounts. Or actually, no. What the fuck? Using the same account, she buys a bunch of security, and uh, and whatever makes whatever makes it look like there's actually diamonds in here. All right. Um, probably, probably. Uh, there's not enough time to really set up an office. Like, I'm not going to get contractors to come in and like set up a storefront in the warehouse. No, that's fair. <laughs> that would take that would take longer than makes sense. No, no, it's it's fine. See, the nice thing about uh, <laughs> the, the the nice thing about the things you're setting up is if you're dealing with a good enough thief, you'll never know they're fake. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, uh, Magpie, you get, um, so do you head down to, um, Savannah? Yeah, she probably, uh, she probably leaves her, uh, Baltimore vault and, uh, heads down to Savannah. Okay, so you're gonna go case the joint? Yeah, uh, case the joints, um, out of, basically case the joints, uh, in broad daylight first. Alright, that will be, um, alertness plus thief. Ten. Ten. Very nice. 
So you discover that although they are very light on um, on manpower security, this warehouse does have a basic camera system set up. And um, you notice on your run through that though it's probably not activated at the moment, you spot through the door on the low level of near the ground of the walls. There are um, portable, not actually inset, um, infrared projectors. Ooh. I suppose news was not scarce on this. All right. Um, yeah, she'll, uh, she'll case the joint and then uh, walk off. Okay. Uh, and I, she, like uh, sometime at night, um, sometime in, 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 at night, she will uh, hit the joint up. All right. What's your plan? Uh, while casing the joint, could she find that uh, that that there were fairly easy? Um, actually, no. She probably didn't. Uh, she probably didn't. Um, so okay. She probably did not. Like after getting a good, a general look at uh, what the joint looks like, she probably proceeded to just kind of call it there and 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 we'll uh, check it out uh, as she goes. Uh, most of her jobs actually are improvised. I forgot. Um, All right. So, uh, yeah, she will uh, take a roof access if they're gone. All right. So you're going to just hop up on the roof, see if you got something? Yeah. All right. Give me agility plus thief. Okay. Um, does the improvisation talent kick in here? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's I just straight up add these to rolls then? Yep. You add a D8 and a D4, but you still only keep the two highest. Okay. And also if you roll and one let, on any of them, it still generates one. complications. Okay. Alright, well, there is a complication. Um, okay. I got a 7 with a complication. Okay. So, 7 is good enough, however. You, um, <clears throat> you managed to make it up in... That was alertness, you said? Or that was agility. Agility? Oh, shit, I didn't uh, roll a different die than that. Was uh, that the complication one? No, that was not a complication one. Okay. Let me roll a d10 here. In that case, it was 8. What's that? So in that eight. case, the, the roll was an 8. Okay. All right. So, with your general ability to make it around, uh, make it around cameras, you manage to uh, move from storage crate to storage crate in the outer yard until you make it to a drain pipe at the side, which you uh, easily climb. However, um, you receive a complication. Uh, the drain pipe is a little bit rustier than you're used to. Uh, rains a lot down in Savannah and all that humid, hot conditions. And as you're about to uh, make it up to the top, you slightly puncture one of your fingers on a on a jutted out bit of metal. It's going to be fine, but it's just going to hurt some and distract you a little. So that is a complication of punctured finger D6 for okay. Nate. Uh, well, it's a can she? Uh, there is rooftop access, by the way. Can it's, she then uh, just wrench off the piece that the, the piece that punctured punctured her finger? Yeah. Yeah. No DNA evidence. Fair enough. Um, she wrenches that off, wrenches it off, and pockets it. Okay, yeah, there is um, not exactly rooftop access to the building, but there is a uh, skylight that you think you could use. Okay, yeah, she'll uh, she'll pump the skylight and drop in. <clears throat> drop in how? Uh, it's about a two-story thing, so it'd be about a twenty-foot drop or so if you just jump straight. Probably. Um, Honestly, it's probably going to be a matter of like uh, dropping in, basically uh, by going o- opening up the skylights and then sort of like uh, 
scaling because it's a, it's it's a it's a warehouse, right? Uh huh. So more than likely, it has. It, it, it has uh, rafters and the like on the ceiling uh, sure. and supports. So likely scaling down the supports um, until she can get a good a good point where she can uh, quietly drop onto um, carpeting if there is any. All right. Uh, the second floor has a bit of carpeting. The uh, second floor that uh, encircles the room. You, okay. can, you think you could swing your way there with a good enough roll? Okay. Uh, roll me agility plus thief, and I will be rolling... Um, I'll be rolling my difficulty plus a d6 for your punctured finger as the climbing distracts you a little. Okay. Okay. I uh, got... I can't roll well on these d10s at all. Um, got eight with another complication. Okay. All right. So you swing forward, and you land without hurting yourself, which is the really important part of what you were trying to do. <laughs> um, the problem is you don't quite make it to the carpeting, and um, there is a somewhat reverberating noise as uh, your feet c- come down onto um, the railing that surrounds the second floor. And as for the complication, I'll j- I'll just say because you um, because you use the finger again, you tore it open a little bit more on the continually rusty metal, and the punctured finger is upgraded to a D8. Okay. Now does he a bit. does he get a plot point every time oh, he rolls yes. a complication? Okay. Sorry. I- uh, every time you get a complication, you take a plot point. Okay. Okay, then. Sounds good. Uh, you should be at three now or something. Yeah. Uh, again, she, uh, she acquires anything that would have DNA. Uh, yeah. It's, it'd be easy enough for you to stand on the railing and wrench off the bit of wood that cut you open more. You probably have, like, redundant sets of gloves. <laughs> yeah, there's that, too. Yep. And, um, you are currently on the floor that has the overseeing office windows looking out. The lights appear to be off inside the office area. Alright. Well, she's, uh, just kind of stands there on rails for a second, just kind of looking down. Can she see any safes? Okay. Because they sure as hell aren't going to be keeping these things in crates. Right. Uh, give me alertness plus thief. Okay. I got a ten. Very nice. All right. Sorry, um, are you going to the office or? Uh, probably it goes to the office, yeah. Yeah. So as you approach it, you, um, you see at the bottom right, um, well, actually you hear it first. As you approach the office door, there is an almost subsonic warning chirp from a small device near the door, near the ground. Takes a step back. Um, it does not appear to be an infrared device, by the way. Is it sound? What's that? Is it sound? Probably sound. Um, it is very possible. Would it be an intelligence thief role to know what those are? Uh, yeah, you can make one like that if you like. Okay. Six with the complication. Ooh. <laughs> While pondering on this device, you bite your finger. <laughs> <laughs> ah no! <laughs> All right. So take another plot point. I'm rolling lots of ones. Like, sure tons of ones. And that is okay. You just wrist deep in plot points. Yeah. <laughs> Webcam's on, man. Okay. Okay. Right. So, um, I'm going to give you the complication a look too close as uh, it sends out a second warning beep. This one a little bit more urgent. Okay. But, but it does appear to be a sound sensor. Okay, then. Uh, she will uh, remain quiet. Stand completely still for a few moments, 
way these things work. They, 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 uh, they tiny little blips uh, don't set off any alarms. It's only when they're constant they set off alarms. So she'll wait a few minutes, moments, and then she will try and proceed as quietly as possible. All right, that will be agility plus thief. By the way, Matt. Um, well, yes. they throwing that. Um, did did you get like good motion sensors as a test, or are you just like putting it there to look, make it look convincing? How 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 high end of tech are you putting here? Um, she probably put in like she probably put in pretty good stuff. Um, but honestly, like any alarm it trips probably just goes to us to let her let us know she's here. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got. Uh, I got eight with a complication because apparently all of my D10s roll ones. Wow. <laughs> right. Yeah, all of my right. D10s roll ones. I haven't I haven't rolled a one on it on the D4 at all. Right. <laughs> Only on the tens. All right, I'm going to upgrade a look to close. You have you believe? Well, actually, I'll say this: it makes a short set of three beeps, and you are not sure what that means, but you are past the sound detector. Okay. All right. Uh, she will head into the overseer's office then. You head to what? Sorry. She'll head into the overseer's office. Okay. Yeah. the The door is well. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the door is unlocked. It is. Yep. And guess who's there? It's uh, it's still dark. You just see uh, like the depending on how moonlit it is, just sort of spooky half silhouette of of uh of Jeff. Miss Magpie, I assume. She freezes up. Not a cop. Want to offer you a job. Aha. Let me guess. Put on the diamonds here. Uh, no. Pity. Not, not, not a single one, actually. Pity. I like the layout of this place. Thank you. A, a friend came up with it. Uh, someone you'll be working with if you choose to work with us. Uh, he gets up out of his chair and flicks a light on. Uh, her get-up, so to speak, uh, is, it basically is a, um, a all-black, uh, basically an all-black suit, um, has no, like, loose hanging objects. Uh, it's not like a, it's, it's, it's not quite a cat suit, um, that would be skin-tight. This isn't quite skin-tight, it has a few pouches here and there, um, but it has absolutely no loose objects, uh, and it's completely, uh, completely dark. Um, has a hood, though, uh, seems to be under it, and the hood goes up over her face, um, and a, uh, like a half mask, a black half mask, uh, covers the latter, like the upper half of her face, kind of only exposing her mouth and chin. Yes, he'll, uh, flick the light on. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware, but there's a, uh, there's currently, or there's about to be a gun buyback here. Uh, we were contacted by the, uh, by an interested party. Uh, because there is a, a judge that appears to be uh, kind of throwing smoke at the whole thing, and they don't know why, and they want us to find out. Hmm. So you set up a ruse for a international thief? Well, let's just say that neither myself nor the other two members of the team so far uh, are the kind of getting get-ups like that and go crawling through vents. I suppose so. All right. She uh, kind of... Uh... Just kind of paces a bit, uh, and leans against one of the, leans her shoulder against a wall, folds her arms over her chest. I, uh, I know you did good work, uh, a couple of years back, uh, at a, uh, when you hit impartial force. So I figured if I, uh, if I'm, if I'm getting someone like you, I would, 
You want to get one of the best. Well, thank you. I remember the impartial post job. That one was fun. Alright. What is in it for me? Well, one method proposed of, uh, of dealing with this judge, uh, has been to, to hit her financially. And, uh, there'll, there'll be a share in that, obviously. I can't ah. promise anything up front. I see. Hmm. Still putting together a team. Uh, yes. There have been some good heists pulled by teams of people. I haven't been on any of them myself. Tell you what. I wouldn't know. Not a thief, yet. Tell you what. No matter what the news says. There is... Well, first, news? To go on. I don't know. You don't seem like the time to watch CNN. Not exactly. Ah. Well, I worked for Impartial Force. Ah. They were a very crooked sort. Yeah, well, needless to say, uh, I found that out the hard way. Uh, found a lot of found, I found a, a lot of drugs in that I stole. Well, they've since moved on to guns and precious art objects, but uh, I assume it's the same. But enough about me. Fair enough. So I'll tell you what. You help me, I help you. What do you need help with? There is a job I didn't need a team for. In my line of work, solo business is better. So I haven't really networked, got up a group, a team of any kind. The private security company from Baltimore. There are thieves and crooks and thugs, just like your impartials. They have something I want. They have a lot of things that any thieves would want. You can have all that. It's one thing I'm looking for. I'll take that. So you and your team get the haul. I get what I'm after. And I help you on your crew. Well, I can't speak for them, but uh, I i suppose that's something we can do. I suppose that would be a deal, then. It's something that, would, that that is going to require a lot of planning and staking out, and they're not going to be moving what I want anytime in the near future. So that can be taken at your leisure. And I owe you. I hate those, but I understand... Besides, don't you have another job that you, you, you need me on? I use the best you can offer me. Fair enough. But I'll take it. Just know that I've never worked with a team before. Never had to deal with possibly being double-crossed. And that I won't take it very well. Listen, I kept soldiers in line for years. I can handle thieves. Fair enough. Where should we meet? I'm currently staying in a hotel. It gives her the address of the shitty hotel he's staying at. All right. One other thing. I'm going to be on your crew. Until you've done something illegal, that you could be arrested and put in jail for a long time, just like me, I'm not going to show you my face. Deal? He actually kind of, like, cracks up a little bit. <laughs> sure. Sure, whatever you want. That is to say, after this job. Agreed. She gives a uh, slight smile, a uh, slight bow, and uh, just kind of disappears out of the room. Just like, finally, I can go eat. <laughs> I've been here for a day and a half. <laughs> There's like takeout boxes all over the office. Hey, do you deliver to warehouses? Honestly, we probably would. It's got an address. We deliver. 122 and an eighth? Down here, dude. Thank you very much for your patronage, Mr. Hendersonberg. How? So anyway. he'll, sh- he'll shut off the lights and go back to his home motel. I imagine picking up the uh, transmitters he left behind. 
But anyway. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. So, if you like, everyone can be at the uh, hotel room now. Sure, yeah. Oh, what happened to the, the, the fight? What's that? Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, did the fight finish at some point? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he beat those guys up. Oh, uh, okay. He beat them up real oh, yeah, good. It's pretty quick. Yeah, yeah he'll, they... he'll wander back and he'll probably I guess, just figure out which hotel uh, Jeff's at and go back. All right. Y'all make it to... Um, y'all make it to this place called the Peach Tree Inn. It's not a fantastic little place, but it's cheap and the uh, the walls are thick. And no one listens much. So. As, as they're walking in, he'll say to Jeff, uh, you know, I think I may have figured out this whole business, Jeff. People in Savannah are dumb. Oh, now. Can't go around thinking that. There's at least a couple of smart people here. This judge has something behind whatever they're doing. They, they, they wouldn't just do this to because they've got some kind of issue with the charity. What I'm saying is don't underestimate the opposition. Uh, James, room have a window? Uh, yes, but it has bars on it. Oh, man. There's it's not no a great way. part of town. Yeah, makes sense. Um, does it have uh, ceiling tiles? Uh, yeah, but as you can tell, it's just like a ceiling vaulted by a couple inches. Okay. Uh, so I guess she couldn't have possibly infiltrated and just kind of been waiting for them? Not unless you're coming up through the plumbing. Also, honestly, also honestly, a shitty uh, a shitty hotel would have like uh would have a popcorn ceiling. A popcorn ceiling? Uh, oh, the uh, stucco stuff. Yeah, stucco. <laughs> it would just yeah stuff you usually can't. Uh, if you damage it, there's a good chance there's asbestos in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't crawl up there anyway. <laughs> it's also got the nice. It's also got the nice benefit of if you damage it, nobody will ever tell. It's true. All right. Uh. Guess if there's uh there's no way for uh, unless of course she could have just gone through the front by just uh well, well no one was there. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's an option. I doubt Jeff is really much to keep in there. Yeah. So they they keep advertising how pickable their locks are. <laughs> <laughs> These locks are gloriously pickable. <laughs> the jackpot deluxe. <laughs> the locks are literally made of chocolate. I don't know why we keep buying them. Yeah, so uh, she's uh, she's she's just lounging in one of one of the chairs in there, still masked. I suppose it's only fair. Okay. This is the fourth member of the team. Fourth member of the DK crew. Hello. Lyle will look and then roll his eyes and sit down. I guess he doesn't approve. Guess he doesn't what? I guess he does not approve. She's asked that her identity remain a secret until uh, we've, uh, I guess, proven ourselves. But, you know, I'm not going to go hold up a liquor store just just so I can see her face. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll deal with it as it comes. He just he kind of blankly stares at Jeff for a second and then shrugs. Um, the way I figure it, this job that you're getting me in on, pretty illegal business. So, let's... That was all said and done. Look, I just have to make sure this is not some kind of Interpol or FBI uh, sting. Understood. I I suppose this could end all up very above board, but I somehow doubt it. Kind of looks at... uh, Why can't I remember Matt's character's name? Kayla. Kayla. I thought Tanya for some reason, but I knew that was wrong. Uh, Yeah, then looks at at, uh, Kayla... 
because she's 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 the brainy one. She'll know the things. <laughs> right. So here's where that research check comes into play. How are you uh, giving this information, by the way? Um, let's Do you have like a projector to set up against the wall or anything? Uh, let's see. Yeah, sure. She's yeah. She she's rented one, saying there's a convention or something. I don't know. It's not that hard to get a projector, really. Yeah. No one is gonna consider you uh, shady for buying one out of the blue. A lot of a lot of criminals coming through buying projectors. Don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> I have to put a bug on it. See what you project through it. <laughs> the FBI. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Yeah. She's. Yeah. She has a. She has a projector up against like up against one of the walls that she's cleared things away from. Um. And then that's just connected to her laptop, I guess. All right. What sort of things do you want to know? Okay, so I was specifically looking up, uh, I was looking up police corruption because that's the first thing I think of when there's a judge that's trying to that's trying to stall things, and as a hacktivist, she probably has a lot of uh, things against the police already. All right, so if you narrow your search down to Janet Helgenberg in particular, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you do you you do find uh, or her like jurisdiction, of, right? You find rumors that uh, she is in with a local organized crime ring. Uh, their old Italian mafia that's somewhat um, diminished in uh, in you know since Prohibition era called the Sabatini Mafia led by David Sabatini. Okay. Yeah, and um, ru- rumors are that um, she gets a disproportionate amount of uh, the organized crime cases based with that family, and the juries under her. A disproportionate amount of witnesses go missing at inappropriate times. Oh, well, so also, she's like blood on her hands, cricket. All right. You you also see that um, another bit of scandal with her is um, she only ever uses one bailiff, and that bailiff's name is Jason Grant. Jason Grant is uh, ex Marine Corps, and with a little bit of underboard hacking you discover that he was dishonorably discharged from the military. Uh, can I get uh, the reason for his uh, discharge? Um, the um, the files that you do find just say uh, desertion, but the fact that there's no additional information supplied with the files implies that maybe there's something more than that. Okay. Hmm. Sabatini Mafia. It's been a couple of years since I've done a, since, since I've stolen mob gold. Hmm. By the way, uh, Kevin and or Lyle and Jeff, you can make me intelligence plus hitter, and if you want, you can add in soldier based stuff. Okay, and how do you use the specialty? Um, if it's positive, which it should be in this case, it adds a d8 to the roll, but you still only take the two highest. So that was intelligence plus hitter. Intelligence plus hitter. Okay, well, technically, I have soldiers specialty and mastermind. Is that um, uh, still relevant? I'm not sure how oh, that works. Sorry, that's, it's a specialty, not a distinction. Um, yeah, just add in well, a D6. Military demeanor is a distinction, but... Okay, uh, add in a D6 for your mastermind specialty okay. in, instead of the D8. So, hitter, intelligence, and a D6? Yes. Okay. So, 12 for me? 12? Uh, 11 for me. Okay. So, the both of you know something very important about this guy. He is, by a federal law, not allowed to own a firearm because of his dishonorable discharge. Use that information. Okay. 
And bailiffs carry them as a matter of course, don't they? They do, but he is not allowed to personally own one. Oh, so he is allowed to carry the one for the job. He's just not allowed to have one at home. Uh, that's my interpretation of uh, federal law. Um, if it's if that's not true, alternate universe where where federal gun laws are slightly lax. And everybody normal. reads pirate comics. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're just the, the, the alternate universe. We're, we're, we're just on the payday universe. But yeah, dishonorable discharge is sort of similar to a felony case, and you are not allowed to own a firearm after being convicted of a dishonorable discharge offense. All right, so back to what everyone knows, or specifically what Kayla knows. Um, outside of the courts, Jason Grant has uh, sort of unofficially become Janet Helgenberg's bodyguard. They hang out together outside of work. Um, wherever she can be found outside of work, he, he can usually be skulking around, too. Hmm. Interesting. Nothing official, of course. Right, right. Just, he just They claim they're just friends. They just hang out a lot. Yes. Also, all the witnesses that uh, all the witnesses that conveniently disappear have never turned up again, right? Uh, yes, but there has never been any. There has been only one quasi-official investigation into it, and it was clear pretty immediately that uh, Helgenberg could not be linked to uh, those witness disappearances. Gotcha. Okay, so how do we know that she's? We are the tie. Are the mob ties only uh, circumstantial? That she seems to take a disproportionate number of mob cases, and all the witnesses disappear. Or do we have any? Or do do we have any uh, hard evidence on that? Uh, she has never. Well, she has never called for a um, an official investigation into why the witnesses keep disappearing. Right. Which is not specifically disallowed by the uh, the legal bindings of a judge, but it's a little bit suspicious. Right, right. Um, okay, so we know that. So we know she's got ties to the Sabatini Mafia. Um, what Kate? What family members has she uh, has she adjudicated on? I guess. Um, you. There haven't been many cases on the um, the actual like name following members. It's mostly been. Oh, it's just been. It's know, been their thugs, like. Yeah, thugs, honor guards, made men, stuff like that. All right, uh, I guess what in what intel can I get on the on the Sabatini family or on the Sabatini mafia? I don't know if it's still a proper family. Um, all right, give me another intelligence plus hacker. See how you do on that one. Okay, doke. Uh, twelve. Twelve, you said? Yep. Okay. So you you find uh basically you start looking through uh your normal. Uh, light websites about a uh, light net, not dark net. The yeah, uh, that's otherwise just known as the net. <laughs> right, the normal net. Uh, you you find some like general like trivia stuff about things that the mafia and Savannah used to do, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They were mostly a prohibition sort of thing, but uh, yeah, they boot after they a while, bootlegging and stuff. Yeah, and as they move through. Um, into the late 1900s, they started doing fronts for gambling and prostitution, stuff like that. Okay. But the the rumor going around, never confirmed legally, is that um, they um, they supply guns through the black markets as well as other sorts of weapon, other sorts of criminal items that you can't get through normal means. Okay, so they also okay, so they're uh, fixers basically too, and arms dealers. Yeah. They provide black market services to the city, and that that um, is corroborated by some of the stuff you find on the dark net. Gotcha. Um, 
All right, so it looks like it seems like the judge is probably working, and the judge is probably doing this uh, in service of in service of the Sab- uh, the Sabatinis. Well, it's interesting that she decided to bogart them, as she could probably. Hmm. Well, this is a. It's probably because she's probably trying to kick them out so that there can be a federal initiative in, because those are a lot more exploitable for uh, it, uh, federal buyback programs are a lot more exploitable than uh, the whatever uh, laydown arms is doing. Yeah, it's one thing I think of because, I mean, guns being off the streets would be a business opportunity. But yeah, maybe they're trying to hit trying to hit the guns on their way out. I'm not really sure. Uh, well, okay, here's a question. Um, I, I guess this would be just some kind of intelligence role to, to figure out, like, uh, like normal buyback programs and stuff like that. Um, they just kind of put the guns in a truck and then go dismantle them somewhere. Is that usually how that works? That's basically uh, basically the idea. Put the guns in a box, take them somewhere, destroy them, melt them down, disassemble them, etc. Yeah. And that yeah, that so appears to certainly be the case for this particular buyback program. Yeah, so they're they're trying to stop it, so they're not going to like stick up the truck. Uh, so yeah, that's something that's. It, you know that appears to be corroborated with what you what you found out. So uh, it's probably their plan. All right. So um, I'll find out. Uh, I guess also uh, I'll record everything. Uh, what can I get on? What can I get on uh, Janet Helgenberg? What can I get on Janet Helgenberg herself? Like her uh, her whereabouts, her habits, that kind of stuff. Or do we need to? Um, do, or is that? Or do we need to do a lot more surveillance for that kind of stuff? It depends on the quality of information you want to get. You'll you'll be working on secondhand reports and um, official business if you go it from here. But if you want to do a little bit more, like try to bugger phones, stuff like that, you're gonna to have to go out and do it. Hmm. Interesting. Uh. And what is uh? I guess I'll figure out. Like I guess I'll figure out also the the um the arm of her the arm of her jurisdiction or her uh, precinct or district. I guess. Um, she is... I'm assuming she's presider. not, like, the judge for Savannah in general. <laughs> right, no. She, but she is, uh, she is the presiding judge over probably the most industrialized sector of, uh, Savannah. Which means, um, she's an obvious choice for the mob to go to if they want someone in their pocket. Right. Right, right, yeah. Um, kind of looks over to, uh, to Magpie. It's like, well, that's our revenue stream. She's she's been taking mob money. Well, let's hope she's still got some of it. Mm. And as for how to as for how to stop her, I'm not sure how the as for how to stop her from the uh, from uh, sandbagging the sandbagging laid on arms. But uh, what are do I have any other sources of uh, any other sources uh, any other like uh, stories of police corruption beyond the judge? Um, Anything, anything about um, uh, like no? There's ten anonymous ten anonymous tends to track a lot of stories about uh, about police doing uh, bad things. Um, you get a few cases of police brutality. Um, a couple of uh, conspiracy theories that uh, if Helgenberg is under investigation for so many things that she's still presiding over these cases is an oversight on the part of the what's what's one step above judge in the uh, ladder? Is there one? Uh, uh, yeah, that's actually a, a corollary to another question I was going to ask: Is um, was she elected or chosen or appointed? I should say. Um, I'll say she was elected because I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh, we'll just say that um, 
she was elected and not enough people vote in the uh not enough people seem to vote to break the curse of incumbency right or or alternately just nobody runs against her because you know mob There's also a little bit of that, it seems, looking back at the election history. So we can so we can try and stop her by either trying to get by either trying to do something that would bring in internal affairs, or we could or we could try and or we could try and mess with the mob to make this to make this a thing that crosses state lines and bring in the feds. I will say if you want to get more specific information on her, you will need to acquire it somehow. Right, right. Perhaps, I'm just thinking I'm just thinking of our general I'm just thinking of our general way that we're going to our, our general plan to stop her after we take a bunch of her money. <laughs> right. This is, this is where the puzzle segments of this game comes in. It's time to build a con. All right. Well, yeah, so we either we either scare the mob away, we scare her away from the mob, or we set the mob on her. That's the three ways I see this going down. Mm. Oh, by the way, just to be clear, if Emily has enough money, in quotation marks... Uh, she can beat all of the uh, the court costs that are coming her way. So if uh, um, while it would be nice to somehow get Janet out of power, you could technically complete the job just by giving Emily enough. Money. Okay, so she so we can we can uh, win through brute force uh, and double jeopardy as well. Basically, but if we want to if we want to if we want to five star this, then we also bring down the judge. Right. <laughs> Welcome to leverage. Gold star. Bing. Platinum star. Bing. So I take all this stuff's been shared, and uh, we're just yeah, kind of discussing all, it now. Yeah, all these photos, all these, inf- all this information, the dossier. I had, a, I had a montage where I dumped a lot of exposition. Yeah, <laughs> there were cutaways this and everything. You should have seen it. <laughs> this is a load of shit. She can't get away with this. I wholeheartedly agree. I know she's been doing pretty well for herself so far. Well, okay. She she has been literally getting away with she it. What won't. we're saying is she shouldn't. Ah, yes. Hmm. So what is the plan then? Because well, like, like I said, there's there's three real options here. Uh, we scare the mob away, which not means really that an option. She won't have a support structure. We scare her away from the mob, i.e., make associating with them way too inconvenient, or we set the mob on her. In other words, make them believe that she is not a worthy uh, asset to keep, uh, you know, in their pocket. In the latter case, it depends on how much blood you want on your hands. Uh, none, preferably. Yes, uh, Fira, I should yeah, also you warn you. Fira, I should warn you. Sick the mob on them, and none of them will be in good shape. Indeed, Fira, I should warn you too. I've never killed a man in my line of work. I don't intend to. Well, that goes no, the same for me. Yeah, no, no one, no one's killing anybody. Okay, that's, that's not what's gonna happen. So Lyle shrugs. So oh, I guess while uh, we're you... while we're working on that, we can try and get some more info on her. Um... Oh, uh, you do get one other piece of information, Kayla, if you're looking at um, her location. <clears throat> there's going there's going to be a um, a basically governor's ball style of event where um, basically a whole bunch of uh, government officials are going to be collecting in one place to. Uh, have like a middle of the year party sort of thing. Ooh. Now, how about that? If there's any time to to have some magical reveal of how terrible she's been, it would be when the G-Man can see it all. Yes, yes. This is also this is also uh I think it goes without saying a time that she's not going to be at her house. 
Although if she's smart, she's got all of her she's got all of her money. Uh, she puts three quote bunnies around this uh, elsewhere. So right, uh, you know, as a thief magpie, that uh, this would be a good occasion to um, if you don't if if you're willing to give it a little bit of time to do a lot of your surveillance stuff, since you can be close to her without drawing much attention at the uh, the ball. Yeah, so you could uh, you could start messing with her phone, try a. Uh, pickpocketing stuff offers that sort of thing a lot easier than you would in another situation yeah how soon to the ball i can go to the ball uh let's call it two days okay oh and i'm sorry where is the ball um it is let's call it city hall in a sarah in in, uh uh like social chamber they have in there gotcha and so is that is that where her judge's office is or is that that'd be at the court wouldn't it uh yeah the courthouse would it it would guarantee that there would be no one at the courthouse in her judge's office Okay, so uh, after, after receiving direction from Kayla on how to draw things on the com- on the computer, so you see them on the projector. Okay, so the way I see this, uh, we approach this in two directions. Uh, some of us should be at the event itself uh, for passive surveillance and a little bit of active surveillance, S- but some people should probably hit the courthouse, uh, her office, uh, you know, files she may be keeping there. Uh, we also, just in general, probably should have uh, should look at uh, Mr. Grant uh, a little closer, and uh, we, we keep saying money in in quote marks. Uh, we need to figure out. It'd be very nice to figure out uh, where exactly you know whether she's got bank accounts somewhere, uh, is receiving favors from them in some form or another. Like we need to figure out what her money is so that we can steal. Here's another. Here's another possibility. If we can get. Because the there she adjudicates all the cases for the mob. If we get bu- if we can get bugs on her, if we can get bugs on her phone, and we can get and we can cause we can cause something that that happens to spook that happens to spook the mob, and they might have to talk to her about about things that about things the district can do. That puts all of our eggs in one basket. Easy on that one. Now, obviously setting wants- obviously setting up a, an occasion in which the mob would talk to her is a little more complicated. I think what I'd like to see for this judge, if we can work it out, if we get her put in witness protection, she spends the rest of her life, I don't know, running a Dunkin' Donuts in uh, New Jersey somewhere. No money, no power. That could be just right for her. Damning. Yes, that takes care of the mob, too, while we're at it. That's mm-hmm. a good idea. Of course, right. of course, we have to figure so, out if she still has enough of a heart left in her carcass to turn on them. We know we that's so. she will if she has to. Yeah, we can. Why time. actually? That's that's the thing. Why why am I thinking? Why why, why do we? Why am I saying that? Uh, Bugging the phone could be easy. As strange as it is to say, I might suggest that a couple of others are sent on the courthouse. I can I I can attend the party. I can blend in very well. These people do not know my face, after all. And pickpocketing is one of the first skills that I mastered. Sounds good. And also, I just came up. I just thought of another thing. It might be hard to spook the mob, but we could we could try and we could try and fake that the mob. We could try and come up with a with a fake reason the mob's turning on her and bring the mounds to Muhammad. It's hard to spook Ooh. the mob, but it might be easy to spook a judge. The sooner it all goes public. We need it all to go down fast if we don't want blood to come out of this. Mom Indeed. has to know about her. She has to know about the mob, and we have to get the 
get the feds involved fast. Right, and that's the other thing. If we don't, all if we don't, time. if we don't, if we spook her and not the mob, she's less likely to go. She's less likely to go and kill the mob than vice versa. Might I suggest that we do that? We somehow happen to include her house. Oh, of course. We, we need to cover. We need to cover all lines of communication: cell phone, office phone, home phone, if there is one. The computer communications, email, things like that. Yeah. But us also emptying a bank account or two. I'd like to at least pay for my, my, my the uh, plane ticket that I that, that that I had here. Oh sure. Like uh, I said, once we figure out what what her money is, then we will sort out exactly how to steal it. Nods her head. Also, well, we need to figure out what Jason Grant is to her. Right. Like mob go between, perhaps is he actually kind of like who knows? Maybe uh, they're threatening her, and he's their sort of way to keep her in line. Like we need to figure that out as well. Fair enough. Easy way to tell, actually. Um, he's not allowed. He's not allowed to carry a gun. He's carrying a gun. No full well that he has a gun on his person in his house. He's breaking that law. Fine. Do we know that? Ooh, it's not on uh, paper, but we can assume. Wor- but it's, wor- it's worth an assumption, but that has never been. It's worth looking into. So we get worth- all right. So we also we also get a search. We get a search on uh, on Hel- Helgenberg's house. We get a search on Grant's house. Oh, by the Grant way, Grant deserted from the military. He'll desert her when it comes down to it, too. Exactly. So you put the put the uh, the pressure on him to possibly get him in for uh, breaking that particular law, and he'll talk. We promise him we won't turn him in, and he talks. I can't promise that. I'm not saying we carry he out the promise. He doesn't walk away from this. As I said, I was not suggesting that we fulfill the promise. Just that Don't we worry. say it. Everyone will get their just desserts, including us. Indeed. Hopefully. So what's so uh, what's uh what's the plan? So if we take everything from her office and then leave a note from the mafia, we get our info and make the judge think they turned on her. Right? Hmm. That's yeah. Kill two birds with one stone there. I like the way you think. Now, how exactly do we bring the mafia? I don't know. Do they I think it's like time black to move cards from, still? Uh, uh, these things change all the time, and you know they change them. It's less about tradition nowadays. You know what I mean? Like they'll 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 change traditions to you know not get indicted. What if we leave a fish in Grant's vest? A little on the nose. Plus, there is currently no one sleeping with the fishes. Well, except for all those witnesses, probably. Yes. Why would they want to tell Just him that? Thought. Just a thought, but Alright, so so basically uh Jeff is going to make up like a a to do list, basically. Because I think I think we've kind of exhausted we, pure planning. Yeah, we should move from planning to phase one. To go on. Yep. Oh, by the way, as mastermind, you do have one tool that has not been mentioned yet. You have somewhere in your possession an audiovisual case that contains four inner ear microphones. Ah, uh, okay. So he will he will produce he will produce that case, uh, slide it out, and, and ceremoniously open it. Like, uh, I I haven't used these uh, since since Afghanistan, but hopefully they still work. Uh, let's give them a shot. Ooh, pretty. How much does one of these run? 
I don't know. I just build. I, I built. I build impartial force for him. Four yeah. figures, five. They were quote unquote a gift from impartial force. Kayla quotes the Kayla quotes the figure in market value. It's it's hefty. It is not easy technology to produce. Yeah. <laughs> maybe if you, maybe if this crew happens to dissolve, I have a bit of severance pay into hawking one of these. I, don't think I love government toilets. I don't think they're. I don't think they're I'll worth the, much uh, without the uh, without the whole set. Unless you want to, like, I don't know, listen to some music during those heists years. Yeah, uh, I suppose. What's the thought? Uh, okay, so I'm, I'm gonna read this in the Skype chat too. But figure for to do, we got surveillance on, like, basic surveillance on Judge, uh, basic surveillance on Grant. Um. And, uh, what else? Uh, we need to put things in motion to be able to have, I guess it's Magpie, and no one can attend the ball if Magpie goes because Magpie's face will be there, I assume. So, uh, I guess it's her uh, going to the ball. It's, so, okay, uh, given just how committed you are, you guys are to this, she might relent. So we also, like if, if, also if, if, she, if asked, she just drive separately. Go be dangerous, but she could drive separately. It's true. So that if they didn't run into her in the ball, they wouldn't know. It's true. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll, she'll, she'll, she'll mention that anyone coming to the ball with me will arrive, will, we will arrive separately, if that is a, completely alright. Um, oh, also how large uh, how large an occasion is this ball? How hard would it be to, to uh, fab up some credentials? Um, it would be a hacker check to be sure, but it'd be a doable one. Okie doke, yeah, I wasn't sure, because uh, it is Savannah, like, we're talking, like, a big, big Georgia town, so. Yeah, it's not huge, but it's pretty big. Yeah, because I was just thinking, like, if it's small and we, like, create a false identity, everybody's like, I've never seen you before. <laughs> yeah, but people tend to bring their aides, their assistants. Yeah, that's such and such as aid. True, true. It's always good. Who were you an aide to? Councilman Herderman. And he was I'm unable- Councilman Herderman. <laughs> he was unable to make but- it tonight. Cut to somebody's car on the side of the road. <laughs> he was unable to make it. I I went in his place. <laughs> I thought he was supposed to show up, but I guess he didn't. <laughs> so how's it going? There's still, there's still a knife sitting in the tire of his car. <laughs> yeah. So those are the five sort of main objectives for Phase One as I see them. With the fifth goal kind of tied into the first one. Yeah. Okay. 